Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is you'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Robert. Thanks for joining me. It has been uh, two weeks since the last episode and so many things have been happening that uh, you know make me think of insurance that I, I wanted to talk about. I, I now have a, a list of things that are potential podcast topics and, and I can't possibly get to all of them in what I try to keep a, a pretty short, tight podcast. If I was if I was to go down the list, like I mean, we had Valentine's Day. I have a list of insurance related Valentine's items. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to it. But I'm the kind of date that in the span of, well, me, me and my girl spent a, a good chunk of the day, not Valentine's Day, but we, we spent Friday together in the span of, let's call it an eight hour marathon, you know, Valentine's celebration with her. Eh, there's got to be, you know, six, seven, eight things that happen in the course of that day. I was like, mm, I, I don't think she wants to talk about insurance, so maybe I'll let it go. But eh, I mean, every once in a while, uh, uh, for instance, for instance, I, I valeted the car at the restaurant that we went to. No, no I, I just got done saying I, I don't have time to go into the whole Valentine's Day thing. That's a tease, okay? You better subscribe to this podcast because in twelve months we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day stuff and you know, valet in the car. That's going to be one of them. Okay, what else happened this week? This week was uh, the the 20th anniversary of the Station Nightclub Fire in West Warwick, Rhode Island. Uh, that's uh, the, the little bar that went up in flames during the Great White Concert. I remember vividly uh, seeing the news, and there's, there's video of this fire. Um, how it starts and how, you know, tragically there were, there were not enough exits. The exits did not work properly and there was staff training issues. All, all this stuff is on video because there was a cameraman shooting inside the bar at the time of the fire. And I, I I don't want to, I don't want to let the anniversary pass because that, that, that is, it is so important that everyone sees that video and understands how quickly fire can spread inside a building. Uh, that is that is something I've talked about in my insurance classes, and I've showed the video for I, I bet you I don't know ten years, and I I just think it's super important. If you have not seen that video, go to YouTube. Make a Google, whatever you got to do, find it, uh, show your kids, show 
your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, all your loved ones, whomever, anybody that goes places in public where there are other people. I don't care if you don't go to concerts, watch that video. I, I really don't have time to, to get into all of that. You know, fire I want to talk about fire code issues and stuff. Like this is this is probably not the best teaser for a future episode, but I'm I'm I promise you that that is a topic I'm passionate about. I don't have time for it. Not today. What do you want to talk about, Robert? I want to talk about uh, what happened at Michigan State uh, day before Valentine's Day, uh, Monday night, February 13th. And I'm being selfish in picking this from my uh, admittedly long list of things I might have talked about. Uh, I'm being selfish because... I'm a Michigan State Spartan, and I am struggling to some degree in uh, processing it. I don't even know the right word. Handling it. Uh, yeah, I'm not even. Sh- I'm not even sure all the right words. So this this might be just a horrible episode of this podcast or any podcast. It, it might. It might go really poorly, and if so, I'm sorry. If this is the worst-rated episode ever, I've still got to do it. I determined that about 20 minutes ago. I've still got to do it. Well, hmm. I was... I was watching TV on, on Monday night, and I had my laptop in my lap and I was working on whatever. Uh, I live in Arizona, so it's eh, a couple hours behind East Lansing time. I, I saw some alert on Instagram or some, uh, yeah, it must have been Instagram, about a shelter-in-place order in East Lansing. It was on one of the you know, Spartan accounts that I follow there. And so... Uh, you know, me, I, I flipped on the news and I'm getting, you know, the updates from national news about what's going on at that point. I think they knew three people had been killed. They hadn't found the shooter and it was probably 10 o'clock in East Lansing, uh, maybe not quite two hours since the um, incident was first reported. And all of the, the the footage on the news, it was it was current. Somebody was there on campus uh, from the local TV station, and I of course I, I I spent four years of my life there. I I recognized the student union. I recognized Berkey Hall. I recognize Grand River Avenue. It's yeah, it's really hard to describe how I felt in that moment. I, I I couldn't think of anybody that I knew that was probably there at the time. I have a whole mess of cousins uh, that still live in uh, Mid Michigan, and when I say a whole mess, I mean hundreds, literally hundreds of cousins that live in Mid Michigan. I I can't possibly keep track of every one of them and where they might go to school or, or whatever. But um, 
if I'm not, you know, really familiar with that particular cousin, I'm probably familiar with his or her mom or dad. And, you know, that kind of flashed through my, my mind. Um, my cousin Zach uh, works for Michigan State. That occurred to me. And I was just anxious. Anxious is probably a good word. And I watched it for, I don't know, hour and a half. So somebody came on on screen and said that they had uh, found the shooter and it appeared he had killed himself. I went to sleep. And the next day, uh, of course, it was it was all over the news again. And we were we were seeing accounts from the students that were in some of those classrooms at Berkey Hall. And boy, the the two accounts that I heard that day, I mean, just just awful, awful, awful stuff. I thought, you know, these these two girls are never going to be right. I maybe because I wouldn't be right. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they will. If I, if I was them, I can imagine I would never be right. And it's maybe it's that I can picture myself there so easily that makes it more traumatic for me, even though I wasn't there. I've, I've rolled this around in my head a bunch of times, and that probably isn't good for me, but I can't help it. Well, I, like I was reading an article in the newspaper. Gosh, what day was that? Thursday. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. And my, my girlfriend's there. She's on the couch. She's watching something on TV. And I, I think she could just tell, like, I'm, I'm like, shifting in, in my chair and... Uh, my, my leg was bouncing and she, she just like without looking me in the eye like she's just looking at the back of my head she just goes are you okay and I turned and I was like wow that's that's funny I like you could tell I am not okay and you're not even like looking at my face it's just just the way I'm sitting here huh she's like well yeah I think I think anybody could tell I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm reading about Michigan State, and she had follow up questions, you know, like anybody that you know might care about me would. But she couldn't understand, like, you know, why, why this shooting, really? Why, like, you didn't you didn't know anybody that was hurt? I was, I was like, no. Uh, I, I realized I I can't explain it to her. You know, I, it's, and it's not that I never had a reaction when it was another school or another, you know, a bar, uh, a synagogue, or, or, I mean, all these different places, the Walmart. It's not that I didn't have a reaction, but I don't have an intimate connection with Walmart. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to the Pulse nightclub. I didn't attend Virginia Tech. I think that's a big part of it. I 
I don't know if that sounds callous. It's not that I didn't care when those things happened or that I wasn't sickened or that I didn't bawl my eyes out when those kids were killed at Sandy Hook Elementary. Though that one, you know what? You know why that one impacted me so much? Because my boy was about that same age. I think he was in kindergarten that year of Sandy Hook. Maybe that's it. If you got, you know, some kind of connection, it just hits a nerve even worse. I can't explain it. But you know, I'm 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 going to say this and I'm embarrassed that I ever thought this. But I can remember thinking, well, they set up all these like they set up counseling services for anybody that, you know, might need it. And I remember I've thought to myself, I think that's just like for show because how many people are really going to need that? And that that's, that's ridiculous. I totally get it now. It's not that I couldn't understand how people that were, you know, closely and immediately impacted would need uh, like counseling. I mean, I totally get that. But when they would say that counseling services were available to like everybody on campus, I just thought, well, like who, who who's really going to need that other than those, those people that were right there. And I'm 2000 miles away. And I don't, I don't, I don't know that I need counseling. That's not what I mean, but I, I get it now. I absolutely can understand how somebody that was not at Berkey hall or the union would still need to talk to somebody. I called my dad. My dad's a Michigan state grad besides just being my dad. Um, I felt like I could talk to him about how I felt. And we did. We talked for a long time. That helped. And, you know, what else helped is uh, Saturday, uh, Michigan State played basketball in Ann Arbor against Michigan. And I'm, I'm a member of the Alumni Association here in Phoenix. And we had a game watch. We, we have a bar in, in Scottsdale that we meet up at, and they they got uh, the Spartan game on all the TVs, and they turn up the sound, and they play the fight song, and everybody's in green and white. And uh, it's, it's not my first game watch. I go for football games sometimes and the occasional basketball game. And it was... I went, I went by myself, which, which is also not, not uncommon. I don't, you know, need to drag my girlfriend or my son or, or whoever, you know, every time I go over there, um, I, I have just by virtue of it being a Michigan state game watch, I have plenty of friends and I, I can tell cause they're all wearing green and white. I, I went by myself and I just needed to be around, uh, all of them. I sat at the bar and Again, not a unique situation. I, I mean, I turned to people on either side of me and 
started conversations and neither case, either of those people that I, that I met for the first time there, did we talk about the shooting, but it was just nice to talk to them. Uh, I saw a couple other people, you know, where, where we did in fact, you know, bring up the topic of the shooting, uh, just kind of, just kind of in the sense of, Hey, it's, it's really great to be together. And it's, it's been a rough week, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but that was, that was incredibly helpful. Here, here's the thing. Uh, this is, this is easy to draw the connection to insurance with this. Uh, it just so happens that my insurance agency sells active shooter insurance. And my, my customers are um, predominantly financial institutions. And, uh, you know, they, they like, like really any other business or school, or if they have someone come in and either, you know, just brandish a weapon or, or you know, start shooting somebody, uh, they're, they're open to you know, lawsuits from people that have been killed, well, injured, or the families of those that have been killed, or, um, you know, the injuries can be physical, they can be, you know, just emotional and mental, you know, trauma. So, you know, my customers are, you know, insuring against that liability. And it's, it's just, it's really messed up that that is even something they, they, they realistically have to worry about. But this, this is crazy world. I mean, it is happening way too often. It's happening absolutely everywhere. North, south, east, west, rural, urban, in, in schools, in businesses, places of worship. Red states, blue states, it's absolutely everywhere. And and no reasonable person can suggest that it can't happen where they are. This isn't a sales pitch, by the way. I'm actually a little apprehensive about how it's going to go when you know, I hit the road again and I'm face-to-face with my customers and my prospects. You know, I uh, I'm I'm a a very proud Michigan State grad. The people that I encounter as I kind of make my my rounds on my sales trips, they they all know I'm I'm a Spartan. If if I'm not I'm not necessarily wearing you know a you know Michigan State tie or anything like that. I uh, though I, I do like, you know, my olive green suit. Um, I sort of subtly have a lot of green in my <laughs> wardrobe. But I talk about Michigan State a lot. I'm a big sports fan. <laughs> Frankly, you know, Michigan State basketball and football have been, you know, crushing it the last, you know, mm say, 15 years. So there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. And, yeah, my people associate me 
with that school. And so the next time I hit the road, I imagine uh, this will come up. I don't know how I'm going to react to that. I don't know that I'm going to want to talk about it. You know, five, six times a day, every, every place that I stop. I think that will, that will be exhausting to me. And at the same time, oh gosh, way, way, way back, when I first started in the insurance business, I had a sales trainer. Her name was Nancy. Nice lady. And yeah, I would have been 22 years old at the time. I'd never had anything bad happen to me. Frankly, I, I didn't even know anything bad that ever happened to anybody that I knew. You know, I was just a, you know, brand new adult and fresh faced and I knew nothing of pain or loss or sorrow. How, how would I ever make it in the insurance business? You know, yeah, you have no relatable stories of anything bad ever happening to anyone ever. How would you ever, <laughs> you know, be able to uh, relate to somebody they... You know, they, they needed to protect something against possible loss. Well, it's, it's a pretty crappy deal, but, yeah, you know, the, the years go by and the losses mount. And I, I'd i give anything to go back to being 22 and, and not having any sense of bad things that could happen. But Nancy always... She said, hey, if you don't have any, any stories, don't fall back to the data. I was, I was very big on statistics at the time. Don't pull out your statistics. Nobody, nobody really cares about the statistics. That's what she said. She's like, you got to have stories. Stories people can relate to. I don't, I don't want to... I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't think I have it in me to, to talk about Michigan State like, like this. Yeah, I mean, many times a day and have it lead into a conversation about why, you know, that bank should consider active shooter insurance. It makes perfect sense. And I don't, I just don't think I can do it. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with crying about it, but I don't want to be doing that in my customer's office. And I'm just, I just, I could absolutely see that happening. Especially like, like at the end of the day, hey, this is the fourth time that I've talked about this. And I've also driven, you know, a hundred miles throughout the day and I got low blood sugar and my back hurts. (laughs) And I, I just don't think I, I just don't think that I, I'll, I'll have that in me. Active shooter insurance. Man, what a messed up world where that is even a thing. I said that this was going to be selfish. It's good for me to talk about this. And I'm not looking any of you in the eye. And... Nobody's going to give me a hug at the end of this podcast. 
but this was helpful for me to even just talk about it out loud in my office. Michigan State University has given me more than you know I ever I ever spent or more than I could ever give in the community of Spartans uh, here in Arizona and or those that I meet you know as I travel uh, have given me more than I would have ever expected when I first got there I'd give anything to be able to stand around that Sparty statue and yeah, hold, you know, hold hands at those vigils, play flowers there. Sorry that I wasn't able to do that this week, but uh I, I will the, the next chance that I get um, make a visit a lot of people didn't know that there was such a thing as active shooter insurance Let, let's just let's just say that 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 should count for one interesting thing this week um, there is such a thing and isn't that isn't that tragic Hey, if you like the podcast, um, hey, go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> uh, tell your friends. If you happen to be an insurance agent and you're looking for continuing education, yeah, check out the website, bmfce.com. And we'll have another episode uh, before you know it. And it'll be, it'll be way more uplifting than this. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, t- I told you I was going to talk about station nightclub fire. Uh, that is, that is a bummer of a topic, also. But um, something that we have to talk about, I think. So yeah. Until next time. Thanks for listening, everybody.